If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. And let me explain. It's free, firstly. And there's a creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will share your podcast for you so that it can be heard on podcast platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything that you need to make your first podcast episode all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello and welcome to Memoirs of Faith podcast brought to you by yours truly Verona and I'm so excited and glad that you are here tuned in listening to me share topics related to faith, food and fitness. I pray that wherever you're listening in from, whatever episode you're tuned into, that it would encourage you and help you stand in the word of God, help you apply these truths and these tips to these areas in your life. Hope you enjoy. What do you do when you're trying to lose weight? Then you lose it, you rejoice, you get happy with all the pounds that you've lost and then life gets busy, life gets tough, work gets in the way and then you pile on all the weight you've lost. What do you do? How do you manage that? Now I want to share a story with you about a client who reached out to me. So this client at the particular time, she reached out to me and asked me to calculate her macros for her. Now my macros course goes into a lot deeper information and we will have sessions where we will talk about how you were making your progress, how you were getting on and any challenges that you found. So as this was just a one-time offer for this particular client she wanted me just to calculate her macros for her that's what I did so she told me what her goal was we we talked about a bit of her struggles and I put all of that information into her macros package and so after about four to six weeks she began to make some amazing changes and she lost weight and she was so elated when she messaged me and she shared how much she's lost weight and of course I was absolutely stoked for her and then she told me about that she was going away she was going on traveling and then I just asked her a question what's your plan in order to help you succeed and continue the weight loss goals that you've had so she shared she didn't really have a plan and so I left it at that. Um, and then she said that work was getting increasingly busy. I'd like to check in on my clients and just see how they're getting on and if they need any extra support or help from me. So we did that a couple more times. And then she shared that she was almost back at the weight that she was when she originally started. So I asked her a question and I just said, how do you feel now that you're at that particular weight? You're almost back at the weight that where you started. Now, for some of you might be like, you asked her what? Now, as a coach and as an individual, sometimes we have to ask ourselves questions or even as a coach to ask questions to get you to think about the answers. And sometimes we don't want to be asked the hard questions that will cause us to face the reality as to how we can overcome these behavioral patterns that we've got when it comes to losing weight and not really learning or knowing how to build consistent habits. Now, in my coaching programs, that's what I teach, how to build consistent habits. But at the same time, we are, we are the ones that have to put in the work to do that. Now, am I excusing the times that we're in? Absolutely not. Am I saying that life isn't doesn't get busy? Absolutely not. It's about how we can prepare and how we can plan to help you get success. Now, there will be times when days are challenging and times where you're just going to have to step away. I understand that. I've been there myself. And so I get that. But in order to really get to the place that you want to get to, you have to get to the place where you are building consistent habits. And sometimes it's not this big 
goal where you have to lose 50 pounds all at once. If it's too big and it's too overwhelming for you, put small achievable steps, small actionable steps that you can achieve. So every win that you have, you are celebrating that goal. You are celebrating that win. You could put that as an encouragement to someone. I want to really, really, I really want to share. I started my weight loss goal. I've been trying to lose these 15 pounds for over two years. I've done everything. I've done low carb diets. I've done this diet. And then I've lost weight on it successfully, but then I've put it back on again. But I want to tell you what has changed in me is ABC. And that is an achievement. And that the way you feel is an achievement. And that is something to be celebrated. And it's knowing that these small wins and these small achievements don't have to be celebrated with food. It could just be a shout out to encourage somebody else that's struggling for you. Because at that particular time, when you've got your win, you then become an encouragement to somebody else who's trying to do what you are doing. And then you set a bigger goal. It can take up to almost two years, depending on what weight you have to lose. It can take, that would be a realistic goal to put in your mind and to have in your mind, okay, I've got two years. And if two years comes and you haven't reached the goal that you've got to, that's okay. Because what you can do is look back on the progress that you've made. And then we can make adjustments on it as such. But it's about really giving yourself small, actionable steps if the big goal is too overwhelming for you to achieve. Now, this particular client that I wrote um, her macros for, I calculated her macros for and put together in a guide that she was able to follow and really go back to. When days were a little bit challenging for her, she could go back over her guide and read the steps and read the things that she could do. Everything that she needed to be able to build success in her journey was there and it was given in her macros guide. Now, but for whatever reason, there was life and life just got the busy of her. And then I checked in on her and she said to me that life has got a little bit busy, work is busy, which then led her to inconsistencies. Now, one of the things that I like to do as a coach is to challenge. And sometimes people don't like being challenged. And it's not necessarily to challenge you in a negative way. I was challenged and it's helped me be where I am today. So the challenge is just to get you to think about was there anything that I could have done differently to help me succeed in this goal? Is it really works for? Is it really the job that's made me eat the way that I have? And actually, I'm almost back to where I started. Could I have done something in this job? Could I have planned for it? So do I get a road to send to me via email? And with that information, can I then forward plan for the week? So for example, if you work a night shift, you work shift work, and your shift pattern is literally is going to be disrupted as it will be your sleep. And you have said yourself that actually I work shifts, I work night shifts, so I can't eat well, I can't eat healthily, I just have to grab whatever I can. I just have to grab some Coke, I have to grab something else, I have to grab a bar of chocolate, it helps keep me going. Now, what we continually say to ourselves is what we continually do we begin to build consistent habits and so if we continue doing the same thing that we've always done then we're going to continue to get the same results that we've always got now that somebody told me someone told me that years ago and I was like I didn't like it at all and the reason why I didn't like it is because I knew what they were saying had truth to it and it was an ouch kind of moment when I heard it and I was like oh that hurt me but I kind of pushed it to the side I brushed it to the side and continued doing what I did And I continued looking at myself in the mirror and I continued feeling uncomfortable in my body when I was, it was hot blazing summer and I was wearing a scarf in the summer weather. And my friends would comment and say to me, why are you wearing a scarf? And that's because I was ashamed of the way I looked. I was overweight. I was, as I call myself, fed up and frustrated, but I continued to do the same things that I've always done. So I was getting the same results that I'd always gotten. And 
it wasn't until I really learned to address the mindset and address my behaviors that I began to really address those things. Now, for some, it might be deep rooted, it might be trauma rooted, and it might be that an unhealthy attachment to food has developed. So for example, where children are at age five and age six, and you see yourself and you can pinpoint and you can see the photo of yourself where you began to increase and put on weight. And you know, at that particular moment that you don't even like looking at that picture. You've hidden the picture and you don't look at those old time photographs before we had our mobile phones to go through our photos. And you don't look at that photo because that triggers and tells you that was a traumatic experience for you. So you don't look at that moment. But in that moment and in that age, you found comfort and solace in whatever food it was that you found. And if somebody dared try to take that food away from you or somebody dared try to come and say, you can no longer eat that food it's almost like invoking something in you that's like, what do you mean? It's like almost like your world will come crashing down because you found an attachment to that. You've built an attachment. And the same way you found that kind of solace or comfort in a particular type of food. And that's progressed into your teenage years, it's progressed into your adult years, and it's progressed into where you are now. And sometimes it may scare you. If you're a parent, it may scare you that your children is displaying the same patterns of behavior that you are and it may hurt because there's nothing you can do with it because you're still struggling with the same issue yourself and this isn't to point out anybody's issues I was there I've had issues and attachments to Chinese food and I had to also get some counseling myself with it and there's nothing wrong with getting counseling or additional therapy to help you address those deep-rooted issues if trauma is the reason why you have an emotional attachment to a particular type of food. Now for me in my case Chinese food is nice if you've had Chinese food you know that the the salty taste oh my gosh it's nice but I can have a large container of rice and finish that in one day. Now people could you know have portion control and put that on a plate be done with it and have the next over the next three days but my struggle didn't allow for portion control I just kind of just plowed it all on the plate and continued to I just continued to eat and eat and eat it and that that made me sick that made me sick and I had a thing called I developed something called H. pylori and H. pylori is brutal to the point where I was being sick violently sick and I still ate it. I still continued to eat the Chinese food because there was that emotional connection there. There was that someone told me, don't eat it. Don't eat Chinese food because it makes you sick. And it was that very thing where someone said to me, don't eat it. I just felt like, no, you're trying to take away this thing. Absolutely not. You're trying to control me. You're trying to take away something that I like. You can't do that to me. And I found comfort in it. I felt good when I ate it. I felt good. It tasted nice, but I also felt emotionally good when I ate this food and it's like I go into a normal space I go into my space I'm alone and it's just me and my Chinese and maybe you two can relate to that maybe you can relate to that now if you haven't had that issue where it's related to trauma then maybe you can have a stressful day and you come home and it's just like I just need to eat or you can't sleep and you wake up in the middle of the night and to get you back to sleep, you've worked up this pattern where you continue to eat and then you go back to sleep. You know you're not hungry throughout the middle of the night, but you've built this attachment to food to help you overcome a particular stress or thing. Now, I had to deal with that through counselling and I had to get through it with therapy and it helped it was incredibly helpful with me and I've learned to have accountability and support and encouragement on my journey to get 
me where I am. And it might sound strange to people that a nutrition coach and a personal trainer actually had some therapy, but that's, you know, the perception that is out there that everybody should have all of their stuff together, all of their things of their house in order. And I believe your house should be in order, but we're not immune. Just because we're nutrition coaches or personal trainers, it doesn't mean that we don't have our own issues ourselves. But we've overcome them and we've learned through whatever methods we've had. And then we are encouraging others who are behind us and doing this to help you on your journey if that is you. We'll get back to my client who approached me to do her macros for her. So I was so happy when she lost her five pounds. And then I asked her, what are you going to do to continue this success that you've had? What's your plan? And so that's always something that I will ask. What is your plan? And now the plan should be in place. The plan can be adjusted. It can be adapted and it can be changed. But as long as you have a plan as to how you're going to manage a situation, that will help you prepare for success. If we know the old saying that goes, if we fail to plan, then we plan to fail. And in order for you to continue that success, you have to prepare yourself and you have to put in place a plan to help you do that. So when the question to me was, you know, work was just too busy, work caused me to eat inconsistently. Now, let me dissect that a little bit. Did work actually do that? Because if it's a temporary job, and you had these habits before work started, and now work has started, something else has got busy, and then you've defaulted back to your ways that you're used to, what will be the next situation? So now you're going into another situation, say you're going back to college or you're going back to work full-time, how will you deal with that change when it comes to food? So that's the sort of thing that we work through when I'm doing coaching, we'll work through those plans and prepare you to deal with that and manage that. That's what coaching for me through nutrition coaching and personal training is all about helping you in your journey find successes and we will celebrate the successes together and it doesn't mean that we celebrate them with food so whereas you celebrate five pound weight loss with food in order to break that cycle we need to work through that and it's just challenging sometimes being challenged is hard to deal with and hard to accept I don't like being challenged but when you challenge in a positive way and you challenge it's not an aggressive way it's not like oh have you done this why haven't you done that it's to help you think so it's about to it's about helping you think about these things and changing your mindset and the way that you think about food in order for you to get to the goals and the place that you want to get to. Now, my client has a lot to think about and they are very busy at this particular time. But as as a coach, this is what I help with. I help you prepare for that. So if you tell me, okay, in the next three months, I'm going on holiday. If the next three months, I'm going to get married. Okay, so what's the plan afterwards? And that's where we work together to help build your planning and help you be successful in that. And so these are some of the things that I encourage my clients to think about. What do you do when you regain the weight that you have just lost? And If we keep doing the same things, we keep saying the same things, we keep saying it was because of this that I did this, it was because of that that I did that. Could you have done anything to help that? And most of the time, you could have. Where there are situations where it's out of your control, I understand that. But if you are in a position where you're going to work and you're having shift work and your rotor gets sent to you ahead of the shift time that you have got to work, then one of the tips you could do is to plan effectively for that shift. If you want to plan a lunch out, then you're preparing and planning the place to go and also looking at the menu ahead of time. So these small actionable steps 
help equip you for success on your journey. And the more you implement these things, the more you do them, the greater the success that you get. And you will be able to celebrate the small wins that you get, which will help you feel better and say when you're doing it then you can do the shout out on social media hey guys this is for anybody that's out there that can be a rewarding for you as for you or for somebody else so if your goal is to encourage someone else that is was in the place where you are share it share that message and that is a breakthrough message message that helps somebody else who once was where you are if you've put back on all of the weight that you've just lost so do you have a plan in place how to manage social settings how to manage eating out how to manage takeaways how to manage barbecues how to manage seasons how to manage um, weddings how to manage all of these things planning coaching everything that's what we work through that's what we work through throughout our coaching time together those are some of the things that we will touch on and effectively teach you how to build an effective plan to get you the success and to get you the goals that you need not just the weight loss but to help you implement healthy sustainable life changes to your diet and to your lifestyle and that is the goal now if you feel that you would benefit from one-to-one coaching or group coaching so if you want to talk about how I can help you with your macronutrients and how to calculate your daily calorie intake making sure that you have a balance of complex carbs within your diet proteins and healthy fats as well as micronutrients in your diet and help you to have a and a lifestyle change then get in touch with me at memoirs of faith underscore food underscore fitness and that is instagram where you will see a box that says book now and you can book your free 30 minute complimentary coaching session with me where we can discuss that and also sign up for my 90 day intensive macros coaching program if that is something that you want to do and if you feel like you would just benefit from one-to-one coaching with me for a three month period then we can talk about that through your coaching session. If this has been helpful for you, please don't forget to subscribe and also leave a review. If you have any questions at all about today's episode, please feel free to get in touch with me at Instagram or you can email me faithfoodfitness at memoirsoffaith.co.uk. You've been listening to Faith, Food and Fitness Memoirs of Faith podcast brought to you by yours truly, Verona. So glad that you tuned in with us. Looking forward to having you on the next episode.